Happy Tuesday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totri. There you are. Joined on this terrific Tuesday, this Tuesday list without Sean. Or Seanless Sh- Sh- Tuesday. Seanless Tuesday. Yeah, like he a is. Tuesday list without Sean? I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a Tuesday. It's one of the same. But I am joined by the one and only Shane Diefenbach yes, today. Yes, I am. Where is Sean today? He's at um, ASU hockey availability, being a, a, a just a high level MMJ. Hi, a, a big J journal. Big J journal. Love that for him. Hopefully, he gets in here because we do want to record um, our Pac-12 power rankings. Um, I was listening back to our episode from yesterday. From yesterday, yes. We do. We definitely need to go dive further into pickup lines that can also be used as recruiting pickup lines. Do you want to do that right now? No, I think we should do that. Like, I think I'm going to come up with ten of them. Okay. And maybe we can like give the top ten. Maybe we can do it with Greg Powers on the show and see if he would ever use them. Um, tomorrow <laughs> that might get a little live sticky. at Four Peaks. That's what I'm thinking. Um, oh my gosh, this, this show not only informative but also scandalous. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I want to just take a shot with Greg Powers tomorrow. Yeah, like let's start the day. Yeah, shout out tequila. Does he like tequila? I don't know. Craig said he likes some specific sort it's of. It's crazy alcohol. that Sean didn't get that information relayed to us immediately. That's. Though. I feel like Sean should have asked Greg what he wanted to drink at today's presser, yeah. just so we knew in advance. We'll berate Sean when he comes back in the office. That's fair. But hey, you mentioned it. Join us tomorrow for our monthly <clears throat> Four Peaks Wednesday at Four Peaks in Tempe. Enjoy three dollar kill lifters and wow pints when you mentioned you're there with with phnx you do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly come out asu's hockey coach greg powers like we said is going to be there not only on the asu show but the coyote show as well it's not just going to be those two groups though we've obviously got the suns cardinals diamondbacks and bets are also going to be there doing their show so come out grab a drink and have some fun yeah yeah Let's get into the the USC game. No. Yeah, we do. We kind of got to do it. I don't want to. I know. It's going to be bad. I was watching some 26 now, by the way. What's 26? USC's favored by 26 points. Oh, went up half point? Yeah. What do you think it ends, like, start of game time? I think the closing line, I think you get CLV on um, USC. CLV is closing line value. Um, So if you were to bet them at 25 at the start of the week, you would get some good closing line value. Because I think it'll end at twenty eight and a half. I think oh, it goes wow. up to twenty eight and a half just because people are they're going to try to entice betters to bet more on USC. Um, and I think ASU can cover four touchdowns genuinely. What makes you think that? Because four touchdowns is a lot of points. It is a lot of touchdowns. And USC is very good, but they're not Alabama. No, but they're really good. They are very good. They're number six. In the Who's country. very good on this team, Todry? I mean, there's a lot of different. Yeah, guys. like we'll Caleb Williams. I mean, we'll, start, we'll start with Jordan Caleb. Addison. We'll start um, with Caleb Williams. Familiar name, Eric Gentry, maybe. Yeah. Let's talk about Caleb Williams. Yeah. He's he good at passing the football. Very good. He's already got 1,058 pass yards. How many interceptions did he throw on Tree? Zero. Wow. Yeah. This is scary. Zero. Yeah, it's not It's <laughs> not an ideal matchup for the Sun Devils. Zero touchdowns. He's completing 65% of his passes. 11 total touchdowns. Nine through the air. Two on the ground. There's a reason that this guy is one of the premier quarterbacks in college football. There's a reason that he's going to be in the, the Heisman conversation toward the end of the season um it's there's a reason he followed lincoln riley to usc like he's him you, caleb you, williams is him you put him as, uh, in the top three quarterbacks i in the do nation. i think you've got obviously bryce young cj stroud you don't think anthony richardson is there uh, he's top 10 <laughs> i don't know if he is not, you don't think sti- so? not statistic wise i mean throw one touchdown throw numbers out the window what are we doing come on <laughs> that's, that's okay, not a let's throw numbers out the window asu wins this game then Hastie's ranked number one if we throw away numbers. Yeah. Look, Caleb Williams is 
going to be a problem on Saturday, as he has been for the majority of the teams that uh, USC has played so far through the season. But nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, and over a thousand passing yards through four games is pretty incredible. What what are his rushing yard stats? Do we know? Um, outside of the two rushing touchdowns, I don't believe he's done anything crazy on the ground. Um, if you want to look up those numbers, I yeah, know he had a really big run against Oregon State last. He only weekend. had twenty seven yards rushing against Oregon State. Um, total, he has thirty two. He has a hundred or one hundred and ten rushing yards total this so year. So nothing crazy. No, but he is attempting nine plus runs a game. And the run, the biggest run of the season came last week. I believe there was two minutes left in the game against Oregon State, a fourth and seven. It must have gotten called back. Well, not necessarily a big run, but like in terms of what oh, it meant at the oh, game. Oh, I see what you meant. Fourth and seven, nothing was open. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stepped up, yeah. put his shoulder down, got, I believe, eight yards. That's one thing that's that's just so evident with Caleb Williams is his football IQ when it, his his vision yeah. of the field he sees everything and he's not necessarily a giant guy he's 6'1 215 that's not but he built yes and, and and i mean his his mechanics not only running but also the way he throws the ball i mean he just puts so much zip on it you know what's scary kill Williams. you know what about him is scary uh that he's good at football he's only a sophomore that is terrifying. It's so fucking scary, dude. This guy is he's a he's a man amongst boys out there. Um, and I expect to fully see him on full display Saturday. If I'm being honest, I don't think he's gonna play the entire game. I think he probably gets pulled in the fourth because yeah. I think yeah, I think this is gonna be um a slaughter. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? No Red Wedding. Yeah, this is gonna be Red Wedding S. I don't know. You don't I <clears throat> I am shocked that you think this team will cover. If it gets to four touchdowns, I think they lose early score predictions. I'm saying 51. No, because then they don't cover. I don't know. They score. Ah, uh, yeah. You think 50, it is- 51 to, to 24. I don't 27 know. point loss. I don't know. This might be a 70 to seven. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but there's a re- look, there's a reason why Caleb Williams his numbers look so good, and it's not just because he's a good quarterback, but it helps to have one of, if not the best receiver in the nation mm-hmm. in Jordan Addison, a guy who, who transferred to USC this offseason. He was a Blunt Cop Award winner, which is, if you don't know, the award given to the nation's best receiver. Through four games, he's got 21 catches, 337, and six of Caleb Williams' nine passing touchdowns. It sounds easy, right? Like, you know who he wants to throw to. Mm-hmm. People can't stop him. No, just like um, he he resembles an animal. Um, do you know what an animal that is? Ooh. The yak, because he knows how to do that. The yards after the catch yak, on this man. That's is, an animal? A yak? Yeah. What? A yak? Lindsay. Lindsay. What's you know what a yak is? Yeah. You know what a yak is? Yak? Yeah. The animal? Oh, no. Like a an animal? Y-A-K. Oh, wow. That's a big, no. that's a big animal. It's, like, it's kind of like a bull. Emma, like do you know what a yak is? Yeah. It's kind of like yak. a bull. Yak. Yeah. So he's that? Well, just I was just saying that because he's very good at catching the ball and running. You know, if you look Yards up after catch. yak, you know the, the first three questions that pop up? Yik yak? Nope. What is special about yak? The yak stink. My personal favorite. Is a yak a good pet? No. No. I'm going to say no. What's Actually, the answer? They make great pets wow. <laughs> because of their intelligence and ability to, be, to become very docile if handled properly. 
Do you think do you think Jordan Addison's going to be docile? Not at all. I don't think USC is going to use him in the a average weight way. of a yak is 770 to 1300 pounds. I don't want that as a pet. No, I don't either. And I don't think ASU would like to face a guy who's being compared to a yak, but that's what they're going to get. But again, I'm not comparing him to the actual animal. I, I just, think you are. I no, think I'm you just making the, the joke because yards after catch and yak. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. But you want to hear a hot take? No. Well, I'm going to give you one anyways. Okay. I don't think Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison are going to be the biggest problem on Saturday. Do you think it's going to be the running game? I think it's going to be Travis Dye. A guy who is just got no drip whatsoever. This he, guy comes out, no gloves. That's terrifying. No sleeves. That's absolutely terrifying. Low socks. It is scary as all hell. And this guy, 306 rush yards, three touchdowns. He is averaging 7.3 yards per carry. Are you kidding me? Against an ASU defense that looked god-awful against Eastern Michigan, looked horrible against Utah. Utah didn't even put out their starting running back until the second half. They had a quarterback, a guy who was listed on the roster as a quarterback, go nuts on them this past Saturday. And you're telling me you want to give me one of the top running backs in the conference now? No, thanks. Xavier Valdez is better than him stats-wise. Statistically, yeah. <laughs> so, and it probably would be a lot better if they used Xavier Valdez. Which I think they will. Week. I hope so. Because you can you can run on USC. Yeah, but there is one guy who's going to be uh, across from Xavier. He's not that good. He kind of leads. He was, the... he was terrible at ASU. Oh, was he? He was so good. He I'm, was so good. Eric Gentry, this is a formal I miss you. <laughs> a formal I miss you. Yeah. There you go. He is USC's leading tackler with 32 total tackles on the season. Got half a sack and an interception. His INT came up big last week against Oregon State. Uh, but this team as a whole, like, you may be able to run on USC. However, when they get going, they're a tough unit to go up against. As a whole, they've got 14 sacks through four games, which I don't have to tell anybody that's watched any ASU games that it, that is significantly more than the Sun Devils. They, they have one. And 11 interceptions through they four games. They also only have three, I believe. Not great. Here? Not great. INTs? I think so. Yeah. How many got called back because of penalties? Uh, only two. Well, those two would have helped, just saying. So, not to mention USC's number six in the country. They're undefeated. Th- did you watch any of that Oregon State game last week? They have f- five interceptions. ASU does? Yeah. Did you watch any of that Oregon State game last week? Yeah, of course I did. What did you think? Um, Oregon State's defense is good. Very good. But USC didn't feel like they pulled. They needed to pull out all the stops, I feel like. Yeah. They won that game. Mind you, Oregon State played a hell of a football they, game. They played a perfect game. And Corvallis... Say is a tough place to Aside play. Aside from their quarterback. Exactly. Their quarterback decided he was, he's like, you know what, let's let's make it a little interesting. Yeah, let's, let's throw four picks. For all those people that put money on Oregon State, let's let's make you sweat a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so what did what he do? Through, I believe, two second, two fourth quarter interceptions, two second half interceptions. I believe he threw four. Through four. On the day. No touchdown passes, right? I don't believe so. So he had an awful day. This Oregon State team is a great team. They are top three, in my personal opinion, in the Pac-12. That's so crazy to me. I don't think it is. Look what they just did against number seven. They were number seven at the time. They haven't played anybody else. Oh, they just played USC? Yeah. Look. They didn't win, though. They didn't win. So are you saying USC is overrated or Oregon State's? Oregon State's overrated. They're very good. They're very good. Oregon State is? Yes. Okay. But they're overrated. They're overrated. Okay, man. It is what it is. They're not better than Oregon. I disagree with you. You don't have to bet on Oregon, but you can bet on this game 
on USC ASU. My um my alternate win total over six games for ASU is not looking very good. No, not at all. Odds are they're going to start one and five. Yeah. Mm, not great. You know what it might come down to? Hmm. No, it wouldn't. They're not going six and six. Never mind. Well, so they'd have to win. The, they'll beat Stanford. Well. Okay, let's just. In a perfect world. In a perfect you, world, they beat Stanford, Colorado. U of A. So that's, that's four that's wins. four wins. You need to sneak one past. Oregon State. Oregon State. Five wins. And you you need to upset Washington. Oh, yeah, six is not looking good. Six is looking awfully scary. Look, if you placed the win total for ASU on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's not looking great. But DraftKings. Oh, 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 oh. What? No, we got this. Do they? Yeah. Let's hear it. Where do they get their you six wins? You beat UCLA. That's six? At home. You beat UCLA in November. But you still have to sneak one past Oregon State? Yeah. So Stanford won. Colorado two. This is a hot streak, bro. What? I hate doing this to myself. <laughs> let's just let's just let's live in your fun little box here. Let's just say you know tough game against USC. Tough they look game. a little bit better against Washington, but lose the last six games of the season. Beat Stanford. Yeah. Beat Colorado. Oh, oh, you won two in a row. UCLA might be a fraud. You went at home. That's three. And then you t- face Washington State. That's your biggest test. Four in a row. You're saying they beat Washington State. I'm just saying that's your biggest test. Like, okay, in a perfect world, you could go on a six game winning. In a streak perfect to, world, you, you we could, don't live in a perfect world. No, we don't. That, right? I'm not. This is not my prediction. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But you could, in theory, th- those are six winnable games. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's a perfect world, though. And you know what else is a perfect world? Sean coming back from hockey availability, bringing Burrito Express for everybody, not just himself. Wow. But what did he do? Sean decided. He was going to be a little stinker today. Wow. And he was just going to get his own burrito express. Yeah, that burrito bag looks an awful light. Gosh. There's only one burrito. Is it? Is it a breakfast supreme? Yeah. Okay. Sean no longer is a member of PHNX Sun Devils. No. Uh, no way. Is it really? I am no, actually so upset. It's not for her. I'm so upset. Look. You guys should go to Burrito Express. Check out their new custom Burrito Express themed first responder shirts with all proceeds going to the Tunnels to Towers organization. They're only 25 bucks. And they're going to hook you up with a free burrito. Get them while they're hot. They're now available at all Burrito Express locations. I hope it is, too. I hope they... I don't know. I don't know what they did. I just hope it's cold. I hope that they gave him too good of a burrito. What would happen? That he would explode because it's so He'd turn into a yak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Hey, Sean! Do you know what a yak is? Who cares? Do you know what a yak is? Yeah. Yak, not not yards after catch, but like, like the animal. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Did you know they make good pets? Yeah. Okay. Apparently they do. They get docile at times. Um, <laughs> let's talk about injury for a second because this is scary. This is very scary. I didn't like this at all. So aside from Roe Torrance was back in practice today. That's huge. But Isaiah Johnson was taking reps instead of him in eleven and eleven. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's gonna have to win his spot back, which is I, as weird as it sounds. <sighs> I'm here for it, though. I like younger guys taking reps over some of these. They're doing gassers today. I love that, too. Absolutely love it. Like we talked about yesterday, like it's it's about building a little bit of a culture. I love what I saw from Isaiah Johnson last week. Obviously, there were some young mistakes, but that's expected. This is, this is going to be big-time reps for him against USC, right? Like, odds are, while he's at ASU, we probably won't face a higher-ranked team than USC right now at number six. 
So you're going to need those reps. And you're probably not going to go against a better receiver than Jordan Addison. So and Caleb Williams. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. I think they need the reps. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be a beautiful game to watch. But moving forward for his career, I think it's going to be big for him. And obviously you get Roe Torrance. Just him being healthy yeah. is going to be it's big huge. too. It's huge. And we saw obviously Jordan Clark. Like the secondary slowly starting to get healthy. The Markham brothers not at practice The today. Markham brothers are Probably won't be at practice for a minute. Probably won't be on the team anymore. Um, yeah. A couple more guys, though, that didn't practice today. Um, Omar Norman Lott still recovering. So he didn't practice today. It's a big one. Nesta Jade Silvera was not practicing today. Yeah. As well. But he's had a couple of those. Yeah. But it's not It's not something you want to see. Huh. Like, veteran days off, I, I don't feel like this is one of those. I don't think this is, given Aguano's situation, I don't think that's really what's happening here. There's clearly something, something's up. Something's giving him, whether it be, you know, an issue, whatever. But I hate to see that, given the fact that this guy was second on the team in tackles against Utah. He's a veteran. He's one of the only guys on this team that's really faced big-time teams like this number six USC team. So you definitely need him out there. And then Dylan Hall, also not practicing today. How badly does ASU need Omar Norman Lott and Nesta Jade Silvera this weekend? Huge. I mean, we've saw, we've seen what happened without Nomar. You need him. You absolutely need him. Um, and Nesta was a huge part in at least stymieing the run a little bit against Utah. He he was mixing it up everywhere last game, and he's been doing it the whole season. You need a defensive stalwart in the middle of the field uh, on, on in your front seven, um, or not in the middle of the field, in the middle of the trenches, I guess. Uh, and he's he's that guy. So you need him. You absolutely need him. This is not a maybe. This is a must. Yeah, and we've talked about how important getting because of the the lack of depth at secondary how important it is for ASU's front seven specifically though the the guys on the defensive line to just get the quarterbacks a little bit out of rhythm hit them pressure sack do whatever you got to do clearly they've been unable to do that so far ASU hasn't been a fan of the blitz lately for Can some we reason get BJ Green a sack I just want to see him do something. He was the the, the team leader in sacks last year. I want to see him do something. I want to see Joe Moore do something. I want to like, see Moore do something. I want to see just somebody do something. Yeah, that, that's usually good in football. It's like it's like the meme where it's do the stick man the with stick. the stick. Yeah, do, do something. something. Like at a certain point, these guys have to come through, right? Yeah. Like, and there's no bigger moment than right now. You're going against one of the premier offenses in college football. If you don't get some pressure on Caleb Williams, USC might be up four touchdowns in the first quarter. Because that's how good they are. Yep. If you want to just sit back and let Lincoln Riley's offense just take shape and Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison do what they do best, and then Travis Dye is going to just finish you off in the second half, then that's might what it be. But this game, from my perspective, falls on that defensive line. They've got to show up. It's either you show up or all the hype from the offseason, all the hype about the defensive line coach, Like, then really what is it? It's nothing. It's just talk. Yep. Do do you see that though the same way? Like the defensive line is going to be, or they need to be at they, least yeah, the they, key. They have to be. They, you, the, you're not. I'm sorry, but you're not going to get any coverage sacks. Like yeah. these receivers are too talented. Jordan Addison's going to get open. I don't care who's on him. Yeah. You you need pressure. You need you need pressure. You need quarterback hits. You need to rattle Caleb Williams. This this secondary is not experienced nor talented enough to 
to give Caleb Williams all the time in the world. And that's not necessarily even a knock on the secondary. No, that's, it's that's, just, that's a knock on every secondary in college football. Yeah, there's not a secondary <laughs> out there outside of Alabama and Georgia that is going in maybe Ohio State. And Alabama and Georgia secondaries are good because they get pressure. <laughs> yeah, they well, they have the luxury of they don't have to blitz to get pressure to get sacks, right? Like you look at Alabama and Georgia, and again, this is, you know, <laughs> a different level yeah. of football that we're talking about. But that's premier football. Like, if you want to be in the conversation with those teams, if you want to even be in the conversation of USC and Utah, they don't always have to send an extra guy to go get pressure. And we look at how how much was Emory Jones disrupted last week against Utah? Significant from the start. And we talked, oh, you know, maybe he was having some pocket presence issues, which I still think he did. But overall, Utah's defensive line got there. They mixed it up with stunts early and often, and maybe the ASU offensive line isn't that good, right? Like, Utah is what it is, but it was bad. It was very bad. So what needs – would you say the defensive line is bigger this week than ASU's offensive line? Yes, 100%, because you're you're not going to keep up points-wise regardless. You need, to, you need to force an interception. You need to force Caleb Williams to make a mistake. You, you, you almost need a defensive touchdown to be in this game. Defensively, if you had to pick one guy who needs to be that Row difference Rotorns. Rotorns needs, if, he, if, he, if he's CB1 come Saturday, he needs to lock up Jordan Addison. And Jordan Addison, like, he had one 100-yard game this year. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I... Look, he he's he's got the game-winning touchdown against Oregon State. He's had he's had one touchdown plus every single game. He's got fucking six on the year, but otherwise, three receptions, six receptions, seven for one seventy-two is yeah. a really good game. Five for fifty-four, like only six for sixty-nine. Nice against nice. Fresno State. Like, he, and he's not the only time he he has caught a ball that has been a breakout game, or has caught a ball that has been longer. Then 22 yards was a 75 yard touchdown against Stanford. Everything else, 22 and young, under. Yeah, it's just you, you. You can't allow him to have a have a seven for 172 game. You just no. can't. Because if he does, then this game gets out of hand. Yeah, but that also goes with the defensive line. Like if the defensive line is really good, then then he, he Caleb Williams doesn't have time to give Jordan Addison that opportunity. Yeah, you say Ro Torrance. I know that USC offense is so premier. Oh no. I think Xavier Valade needs to have his day. 300 yard game from Valaday. It's the same thing as Oregon State. Anytime you can keep the ball out of Caleb Williams' hands, you're winning the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Time of possession. Pound the rock. The thing I don't want to see is four yard run, four yard run. You're in third and two and you throw a pass and you're like, uh oh, here we go. Well, that's what I hate to see too. Is like, or same thing on the goal line. If it is first and goal from the three yard line, four yard line, run, run, you run the ball three straight times. Run, 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 run. And at a certain point, I think we're going to get to see a lot this week of, what kind of coach Sean Aguano is in terms of game time decisions. Because this is a this is a team that you're playing in USC that you know you are not going to be able to stop. You are simply going to be able to contain them for a period of time until because they're going to get theirs. Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, Travis Dye, they are going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at a certain point, if it's fourth and four, fourth and five from the USC 45 or the 50. I think you got to just say fucking go for it. Yep. Like there are, are going to be times and AAC will have their chances where they simply have to convert. They have to. You can't have the poor third down offense, the poor third down defense, and expect to even hang around in a game like this. Like ASU has been one of the worst teams in the Pac-12 on both third down defense and third down offense. 
that's not going to win you football games. No, definitely not. So I don't, it, it, there's a lot that ASU needs to do right this week. And there, it's a lot of things that we've said that they have just simply been incapable of doing against lesser teams, whether that be Eastern Michigan, whether that be in the first half of that, that Oklahoma state game. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, Utah, I don't even want to count it because it didn't look like they did anything right ever. <laughs> so it, it's, as Lindsay would say, we shall see. We shall see. Um, if you guys want to go to the USC ASU game at the Coliseum or just any ASU game, any sporting event, concert, show, whatever, there's only one right place to get your tickets, and that is game time. You guys can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. I literally went to the Cardinals-Rams game for 70 bucks. That's crazy. Right on like the 50-yard line. That's insane. It was absolutely insane. Got the tickets Saturday for the game on Sunday. The Rams were in town. Like, come on now. Yeah. Get to see Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. Um, you guys can do that too. Literally, game time is the place to go. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in that description. Again, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. We've talked about some of the numbers for ASU already a little bit, just how bad they've been. I want to put things into perspective a little bit with some Let's of the other it. numbers. Okay. ASU's offense is averaging the second fewest yards per game in the conference. Okay, we all know who number 12 is. That is Colorado, which we make fun of. Maybe we should stop making fun of Colorado because we're kind of closer to them than we think we are. Yeah, 100% we are. Unlucky or just bad? Bad. Mm. Mm. Which is unlucky. Yeah. Mm. Also averaging the second fewest points in the conference. Do you know who? Colorado. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. We are averaging double their points, though, which is kind of crazy. That's <laughs> that just shows you how bad Colorado. I just can't is. believe they've they've allowed 323 rushing yards a game. Yeah, Colorado's through, through they're bad. They're they're really bad. I can't wait. What do you think the USC Colorado game is going to be like? 38 and a half. You think it's almost a yeah. 40 point cover? Yeah. I w- I would put my money on USC. Yeah. Like US UCLA just beat their ass. Yep. They're not good. No. Uh and defensively, ASU has given up the fourth most points so far this season, which is kind of a crazy number to think about when you throw out the the NAU game, right? Because what was the final of that? 40 to 3 or 40 to yeah. 7? Like, or no, NAU didn't even score a touchdown. No, it's 46, I think. Yeah. Like, so through three games pretty much, they have been awful in terms of just simply stopping teams on third three. down, on getting teams to go third three and out. Like, they just, they don't have a recipe for success right now, defensively, and that falls on Donnie Henderson. In my personal opinion, Donnie or other people will tell you, hey, well, he's not playing. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, he's the one coming up with the scheme. And I don't think he's doing enough schematically to beat some of these teams or even be competitive yep. in some of these games. Right. Everyone wants to talk about, oh, Herm. Herm was the reason this team lost Eastern Michigan. You know, people being loose with information, whatever. Wh- Herm made a very big point when we first talked to him in fall camp about Donnie being an aggressive defensive coordinator. That when things don't go right, what does Donnie do? Donnie throws away the sheet, whatever they had planned, and he just kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Where has that been? Eastern Michigan would have been a great time to throw off, go off the rails. Last week would have been a great time to show a little pressure. The Oklahoma yeah, State I'm game not, in the second half. I'm just not bought in at all. Just Is he checked out? Yeah. Is Donnie checked out? He's paychecked out. Because of Herm, or was he checked out before? I don't know, man. I don't know the reasoning. He's just, just collecting the check. That's dumb, bro. <laughs> I mean, collecting checks are great, but like doing it at the expense of these yeah. kids because yeah. you owe them, I feel like, a point 
to try and give them a chance. I don't want to say he's completely checked out, but it just feels. But it feels like it. It looks like it. Like, where is the aggressiveness? I don't know. Got to be better. I'm kind of sad now. Well, can you not be sad? I can. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. Why? Because you won some money last night. I did. I did win some money using underdog fantasy. Hey, man. This was my first dub on underdog fantasy. I, I just haven't like. It's your first dub? It's my first dub. Wow. Well, I've, I've, look, I made a point to like, we're just going to throw a little bit here every week, right? So I didn't do anything on underdog fantasy over this past weekend because I was just so busy. So I'm like, yeah, it's Monday Night Football. I got a divisional game. Let's see what we're cooking up. You never know what's going to happen. You got Cooper Rush and Danny Dimes on prime time. What's going to happen? Well, apparently, they're going to win me some money. I have $25 to win $250, four picks. Thank you, Daniel Jones, for throwing that game ceiling interception. Look, you guys can search in the App Store or click the link in the show notes and sign up with promo code PHNX. And Underdog Fantasy is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. I know you got the Underdog Fantasy show again on Thursday, right? Is there anything that you like already? Kind of looking forward to this week. Uh, Justin Jefferson higher than 91 and a half receiving yards. He Who the Vikings good got? What? Who the Vikings have? Uh, they play the Saints in London. I, I just I, I, I just don't see the, the Saints scheming against him. I think the Vikings didn't put him in a place to succeed last week. Because he just didn't, he had like 14 receiving yards. Yeah. I think he goes nuclear. Yeah. And I know it's not up yet. I'm excited for it to be up. I think they're probably waiting on the official status of Tua, but Tyreek's numbers. Mm. Whatever Tyreek has on Burnt Toast Underdog, I am taking that all the way to the bank. His comments about Eli Apple, man. Look, if not only should you guys sign up, but definitely tune in. Shane, what time is that Underdog Fantasy Show? 3 p.m. Go check it out, guys. That is the place to get. Yo, info for underdog fantasy. Shane, anything else today? That's it for me. Yeah. We'll have our power rings up later today. You want to give a people a little bit of a taste? What are you what are, what are you thinking? I know scrub there's some daddies. movement. There's some movement on your scrub daddies. Scrub daddies? Mm-hmm. Or just their number one? Yeah. Why? Because they have Halloween. You just they, they have Halloween scrub that. We'll get into they have it. Halloween scrub watch, daddies. Watch the segment. Yeah. Okay. Watch the scrub. No, watch, watch I was going to say watch the scrub daddies. Don't watch the scrub daddies. Don't watch wash scrub. your scrub daddies. Wash your scrub daddies. Do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back with a live show with ASU's head hockey coach Wednesday, I believe at 1 p.m. So going to be a little bit of a different time. Uh, so definitely be sure to check us out live or listen back to the podcast. You can give the show a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deep. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Not being generous with his Burrito Express, as always. We'll see you just guys. Just not being generous, as always. Just not being generous, mm-hmm. as always? Mm-hmm. Okay. See you Wednesday, guys. But for now, peace.